morning and welcome to another episode of Coffee with Dr. Golding, where we explore integrative solutions to chronic challenges. I am Karel Piet van Eden and as always with me, Craig Golding. Morning. Craig, we're chatting about ozone today um, over coffee um, and the, the use of ozone in, in therapy. What is ozone therapy? Well, we have different types of oxygen molecules. So uh, O2 is the one that most people know, which is two oxygen molecules combined. Mm -hmm. um, we obviously need to breathe in oxygen uh, and breathe out carbon dioxide. Trees are the way around. Uh, that's why trees are our best friend. Um, so, so that's the oxygen that most people know. But we have other forms of oxygen that we use in medical practice. The one is ozone. Mm -hmm which is O3, three oxygen molecules. Another one that we use quite a bit is hydrogen peroxide, which mm -hmm. we do intravenously. Um, both ozone and hydrogen peroxide are, are very good anti-infectives. Mm -hmm. So we use this in, in that setting. Um, that's very useful there. And we also use it for various other, other indications to improve circulation and diabetics. We improve oxygen metabolism this way. Mm -hmm. um, we improve peroxide production. We can go into that a little bit. And we use it in cancer therapies too because it has um, uh, malignant tumor breakdown effects. Um, so ozone um, per se, we, we use a lot in practice. Perhaps we can just mention the types of ozone that, that we, yes. or how we deliver it. Yeah, yeah. So the one way that is very popular uh, is ozonated saline. Mm -hmm. So we have a bottle, glass bottle uh, of saline that we literally ozonate freshly before giving it to a patient. Yeah. This is done intravenously and very, very popular and part of our peroxidative therapies when we're doing cancer because ozone forms peroxide or hydrogen peroxide at cellular level. And this is how, how it has anti-cancer effects. So it's important to understand peroxidative is the opposite of antioxidative. So we use a lot of antioxidant therapies in cancer, like IV curcumin and blue laser, IV resveratrol, yeah. IV EGCG, IV glutathione, IV vitamin C. Um, when, when we're doing antioxidant therapies, I don't combine it with peroxidative therapies. Vitamin C is the exception. High-dose vitamin C, more than 15 grams, is peroxidative. So it forms hydrogen peroxide. So when you're doing peroxidative therapies, you should do them together away from antioxidant therapies. So we do ozonated saline, or you always laugh at me, I sometimes call it salinated ozone. <laughs> yeah. It's actually ozonated saline. We put the ozone into the saline yeah. and then we administer it intravenously. And we like to combine it with vitamin C, K3, sometimes hydrogen peroxide, sometimes ortesunate if the cancer sensitivity is showing sensitivity to that. Yeah. These are all peroxidative therapies that produce hydrogen peroxide at cellular level and have cancer-killing effects. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, we didn't mention the other ways of administering. Ozonated saline is one way. We also yes. use uh, what we call insufflation, mm -hmm. where we do rectal or vaginal insufflation of ozone, where you can get the ozone into the abdomen and the pelvic organs. This is very useful. Yeah. And we also do the hyperbaric exchange or hyperbaric hemotherapy so the blood is removed from the patient or uh, extracted from the patient and then ozonated and then reinfused into the patient. This is We've done it on quite a few people. We do it for mold toxicity, other chronic infective conditions, stealth pathogens like Lyme disease, um, cancer therapies, and there's a, a very good detoxification of the blood. So 
uh, it's popular. We have uh, quite a few patients who've done it now. Um, but for ease, we, we often do the ozonated saline. But yeah. the hemotherapy is um, well described by various uh, practitioners in the world, like uh, um, in Germany and the, and the US, um, where, where it is a popular therapy. So uh, we're happy to say that we, we offer this therapy at our center as well. Yeah. It's interesting when you do the major autohemotherapy, um, especially on a multi-patient, uh, the filter clogs up very fast and, and you don't get um, initially more than than four or five passes done um, and patients usually get a bit uh, sad about that that you don't get to the, the golden standard or the, the, the golden 10 pass uh, that they want but also that with your mold toxicity patients the reactions are quite severe. They, they have heavy detox after that uh, session. Um, and it's something that I think we need to focus on and, and tell the patients that the detox might be quite strong. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, uh, I have the easier job in, when it comes to the hemotherapy. I do the prescription and the sisters and, and you take care of the patient during the procedure. So. So it's fun for me to pop in and have a look how it's going, whereas yeah. you have to monitor the whole time with the nurses. Mm-hmm. Um, but the patients love it. They feel very vitalized after they feel rejuvenated and energetic. True that, true that. Um, and yeah, it is quite a, a long process. Uh, you sit with the patient for 45 minutes to an hour, hour and a quarter. Okay, so we've done insufflations. Um, you can do the insufflation also... D- different areas, you can do the, the rectal insufflation, vaginal, um, and also into the ear. Mm. Um, patients love ear insufflation because it, it sterilizes the, the, the ear. And so, so a lot of infections and, and disease can be treated just by injecting 10 milliliters of ozone into the, each ear. Yeah, tinnitus responds very nicely to that. I have a number of patients who've done very well on mm. on ozone in the ear for, for tinnitus. Yeah, especially if you mix that with the MSO. And let's maybe, uh, that's a big subject as well, tinnitus. So um, I think we've we've earmarked next week. Mm, it's a nice, nice topic. A lot of people think it's untreatable. It is with integrated medicine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Lumbagging. Yeah, look, we, you know, these days... Um, the vascular disease and diabetes and obesity are rife. So, um, you know, <clears throat> improving oxygenation to the limbs and to chronic ulcers and, uh, uh, you know, legs that are jeopardized by impaired circulation. This is this is very useful to do a limb bag where you put a big plastic bag around the leg and, and you know, Injects a lot of ozone in there. It's, it's mm. tremendously beneficial for diabetic ulcers and and legs that don't have enough perfusion. And you can save a leg, yeah. uh, which is really, which is really obviously very profound for a person's life. Exactly, um, and also just injuries, um, sterilizing a, a wound, and um, getting the blood flow better. They, it, it has had quite profound effects for for patients. Yeah. Mm. Uh, then also you can ozonate your water, of course, if you want to do a nasal spray. Um, the challenge with ozone is just half-life is 45 minutes, if it's kept very cold, if I'm not mistaken. 
Yeah, it's not long. That's why we like to mix and use the ozone fresh. We have the best machine imported from Germany. Uh, there isn't a better one. Uh, we like fresh preparation and fresh delivery. Uh, it's not something that you can make up and leave in the fridge for a few days. You know, we, we do it on the day that the patient is here. Yeah. Okay. So ozone is dangerous as well. I mean, it's, it's not something that you can just inhale. Um, well, I agree. You know, inhaling ozone is, is, is potentially toxic to the airways, so you don't want to do that. Um, and like with anything, um, you know, if done properly, according to protocol, it's extremely, extremely safe. Yeah. That's why we went for formal training. We have all the book knowledge. Uh, you know, when it comes to medicine, I always say, what's your book knowledge and what's your practical knowledge? You need both. Yeah. Um, so when done properly, it's extremely safe. Um, ozone, RV, uh, very safe. But obviously, if you're not doing it properly, it can be dangerous. So yeah. you don't want to play around in a little backstreet garage somewhere <laughs> with someone experimenting on you. You yeah. want it done in a formal medical setting by trained um, sisters and, and doctor personnel. Yeah. So there are two applications of ozone that we do not do in practice. The one is the ozone pod. Um, although we believe, I, I believe in it quite a bit. I mean, the the skin can absorb the ozone quite beautifully. Yeah, I think it has benefit. It's just, you know, when it comes to cancer, for example, in clinical trials, the data that I've got is on, on IV ozone, yeah. either the exchange hemotherapy or, or um, ozonated saline, which mm. there's lots of uh, publications on that and we've seen great results in patients. The pod, I, I think, is useful. Um, you know, it's delivering ozone via the skin. So you're going to get anti-infective effects, improved circulation, energizing effects, improvement of oxygen metabolism. Um, I'm just not, I'm not, I don't have all the data on, on, on its effects in cancer yeah. patients. So I prefer the RV route yeah. for my cancer patients. Okay. And then the, the other one that we do not do in practice, and it's just, I'm nervous of it, is the direct ozone injection IV. Yeah, you can do sort of a 5, 10 mil um, direct injection, but we, we avoid that. Uh, I never want to expose the patient to any any risk. We want maximum benefit, lowest risk always. Um, I know Frank Schallenberger and people in the US uh, do it, but we, you know, we, we're extremely cautious uh, and do what we're familiar with and what we've been taught. Yeah. Um, so I had the direct infusion done uh, and it, it wasn't a an extremely pleasant experience. And I think that's, that's maybe just why I would uh, be hesitant in doing it. Although, like you say, a lot of people are doing it with tremendous results. No, that's true. I'm always just scared of air bubbles in the introducing in that into the venous system. Yes. Um, but if done properly with, with skilled hands, uh, yeah, it is, it is being used in various countries. Okay, great. My, my coffee is done. Um, I think let's get to work. And then next week we will then chat about tinnitus and um, explore more integrative solutions to chronic challenges. Wonderful. Great. Okay.